0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back to the show. Coming to you from SEC Media Days, Chris Gordy here with you. And a pleasure now to be sitting down with the one and only Paul Feinbaum from uh, ESPN and the SEC Network and the Paul Feinbaum Radio Network. And anything else you want to plug?
1: No. Uh, uh, you kind of had me uh, fooled there. Uh, I think, I think Chris, that's going to do it. <laughs> uh, I was just telling you, we uh, we, we had our annual karaoke um, outing
0: for sec media days last night what was your go-to i do shaggy it wasn't me that's my song well i, I wanted to ask you what would be your go-to song if you did
1: oh I, I would go back to uh some california rock song from the 70s okay. I, that's kind of my era <laughs> like the eagles or something oh, yeah. okay yeah one of these nights yeah i would have pinned you for maybe justin bieber but uh. um i've been confused for justin bieber before <laughs>
0: You visited the other day with uh, Joe Burrow, and I know you said you came away very impressed with him. You know, LSU, the quarterback, has always been the issue through the years. We've seen the Brandon Harris's, the Anthony Jennings, Danny Etling. Joe Burrow seems to be a little bit different. We saw him towards the back end of last season really come on
1: strong. What were you most impressed with Joe Burrow? His confidence. And confidence is a misunderstood word. Uh, Quarterbacks, I think, have to uh, have, have that it factor. They have to have an edge. But... I just uh, really—I did not like his comments a couple weeks ago when he talked about you know we're going to run 30, 40, 50 up and uh, somewhat blasted him on the air. But he just was so uh, authentic about it. Um, There was—I mean, he said I'm one of the best quarterbacks in the country. I've heard that before, but I mean, he he believed it. Mm -hmm. Uh, He talked about going to Auburn last year and pulling out a win. Uh, That's impressive. And. He said, we got to go to Tuscaloosa and win. I think we can. I mean, it wasn't like we are going to win. Right. Uh, we're better than them. Uh, none of the Dylan Moses stuff. But, right. uh, I mean, he uh, – <laughs> I just uh, I just liked his personality. And, by the way, uh, you know, I'm long past the point where uh, you get credit for winning press conferences. But, but you can look into a guy's eyes and, and, and see some things. And I, I saw a player I really liked.
0: Yeah. And comes from a football family. His dad's a coach. And – i'm gonna be interested to see i mean he he went to ohio state it's not like he came from you know some small school so uh the kid can play and we'll see what he can do this year coach Ed ogeron when he became the coach at lsu you know a lot of people said you fired less miles to promote your defensive line coach it's not exactly you know going out and and, and getting a huge hire with the accent and all that kind of people you know like to make poke fun of him fun at him and that sort of thing but i think now it's time we start taking Coach O pretty seriously. He won 10 games in the conference last year. He's got the number three recruiting class in the country right now. you think people are starting to take Coach O more seriously?
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, some of it he does to himself. Uh, you know, the imitations, which I'm told he does not like. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the sayings. But I, I never, I'll never forget uh, about two years ago I, I was talking to Lane Kiffin, and, and I said, What's the deal with that Orgeron? I mean, do you think this guy can really coach? And he said, "Are you out of your mind?" He said, "This is one of the best coaches I've ever been around." Now he worked for for Lane at Tennessee, right. and at Southern Cal. But but I, I know I know I know Lane Lane pretty well. Lane does not offer compliments for people uh, idly, and and that really opened my eyes that people inside the business uh, on the field really respect him. And I I don't I mean I've seen him do some bonehead calls uh everyone does but I think ultimately it's going to come down to you know can he can he be consistent because LSU fans are tough Mm -hmm. and right now everything is going great it's the antithesis of a year ago when nobody thought he could do anything a couple of things went his way last year but he still has to deal with uh, the Texas game he and he has to deal with Alabama and uh you can't spend your whole life at LSU if you don't beat Alabama Were you surprised Scott Woodward left
0: Texas A&M for LSU?
1: Initially, yes, but uh, the more I talked to Scott and the more I talked to people at LSU, uh, I realized this thing has been in the wind for a while. Uh, They wanted Scott to come back. He's a Baton Rouge guy. You've heard all this before, but when you're from Louisiana, uh, there's there's a gravitational pull, and I just think in his mind, he wanted to be the athletic director at LSU, and fortunately uh, LSU saw that it was a smart move to push Joe Oliva out of there because uh, he was not helping that program at all. Yeah. You have worked in Louisiana for a
0: long, long time ago, right, up in the Shreveport area. So I'm sure you've seen your fair share of games in Tiger Stadium. Correct me if I'm wrong, but weren't you there for the Tennessee game uh, late in the Les Miles years where – basically Tennessee had won. one. I think you told the story you were on the elevator,
1: you yeah. came out, you're like, "Wait, what happened?" Yeah, no, no, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I do remember that. And w- one thing about uh, LSU fans, uh, I, think, I think I think I think LSU was leading when I went down and they had lost the game by the time I'd gotten to the floor and the guy from the, I, I I heard all this commotion in the uh, the usher at Tiger Stadium. He'd been there 50 years. Uh, I looked at him so what's going on, I said? He said, "That son of a, you know, blew the game." I said, w- "Who?" He said, "Miles." He said, "We need to fire his ass." I mean, like, I, I didn't. I, I mean, that was like the the most eventful elevator ride I'd ever had. Yeah. But, but I mean, that's that's LSU fans are brutal. I mean, yeah. they they are they're the New Orleans Saints fans, and uh, except it's college, and yeah, I mean, they love the Saints, but the Saints screw up. they 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 don't they're the only fan base that doesn't differentiate. Uh, between college and pro
0: right talking with uh paul feinbaum you're a year into the new contract you're, <laughs> you didn't go to the acc network so that's good are you still loving what you're doing doing the radio show obviously it's, it, it changed when you went to espn and became a national platform but are you still enjoying it
1: i I, I, I am in, and i i think is uh yeah people ask me that all i've i had people ask me asking me for 10 years like uh how long are you gonna do this i'm <laughs> <not> going <laughs> is there a reason not to do it right uh i mean it is uh you do it for a living. Uh, I mean, there are challenging days. You walk in there on uh, June 8th, and you're going, what in the world are we going to do today? But fortunately, something always happens. Uh, and, and and I have the luxury. I, I'm not Callan Cowherd or Jim Rome or, or some of these guys that pontificate for four hours. Uh, I mean, I lean heavily on callers. And I get criticized uh, by a lot of people up and down Media Row go. You know, hey, what a clown! He just he walks in, flips a switch on. Let's go to the call. But to me, that's what the show's about. It's sure. about it's about sports fans being heard. And as long as I have somebody out there willing to call, I think I'll have a job.
0: Yeah, I found your show years ago, right when you know the internet first started coming to your phone. You could get an internet yeah.
1: stream. And I found your
0: show when you were in Birmingham. And then, you know, as an SEC fan, I was intrigued. And, you know, it was a lot of Auburn and Alabama, but I was intrigued. And I got hooked then. And then eventually you made the move to Sirius and all that. But, um,
1: you know, even long, years and years ago, I found the appeal in your show. Well, and, and listen, I'm I'm long past uh, really being too upset about what people say. <laughs> uh, but, you know, when we went to Sirius, not going to work. Yeah. When we went to ESPN, not, and, and, and frankly, I was a skeptic too. I, when Sirius XM in, in 2010 called us and said, We'd like to put your show on, on a national network. I said to my producer, are these people out of their blanking <laughs> minds? Uh, but sometimes you can be too close to your own uh, world. And I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely blessed. I know that sounds like you know, your cliche that you, you get from people, but uh, I never dreamed. Uh, I started as a sports writer, so right. I, I didn't think I would, I would be working uh, at this point in my life, so I'm pretty happy to be still here. The great Paul
0: Feinbaum joining us here on uh, Sports 1280. Paul, thanks so much for the time. Really appreciate it. It was my pleasure. Thank you for having me. All right, me. we'll take a, a quick break. We'll be back after this. Stay there.
1: With the Lucky Lance you can get lucky just about anywhere.